Welcome to Engineering Influence, a podcast from the American Council of Engineering Companies. And today we had a day-long kind of inaugural steering committee meeting with the Workforce Committee, which is a new committee with ACEC, really focused in on one of the most pressing issues of our industry, which is the talent pipeline. Not only retaining the talent that we have, but making sure the next generation of engineering students, number one, stay in engineering, and number two, come over to our side of the house in consulting engineering. And I'm very pleased to be joined by the first chair of the Workforce so, uh, workforce Committee, uh, Rodney Chester with Gresham Smith. Thank you so much for being part of the program today. Absolutely. Great to be here. So uh, let's start off at the top, yeah. right? Uh, the, the general purpose of the Workforce Committee and essentially what you guys are going to be yeah. looking at. Kind of go into that a little bit for our audience. Sure. And as you said, workforce is obviously one of the most pressing issues right now for all of us in the AEC industry, just the shortage of talent makes it so much more important that we're, you know, developing the talent we have, but also making sure that we're looking for ways to expand our, our overall, uh, you know, potential workforce as yeah. well. ACEC is already doing so many different things related to workforce throughout the industry. But, our, our, you know, our goal of, the, of this committee is really to try to pull all of that together yeah. to make sure that we're looking at it kind of holistically uh, in order to define really what are the highest level priorities. There's so many different things we could be doing related to workforce, mm-hmm. uh, but the goal of the committee would be to kind of look at it together and, and decide what are the highest priorities. Yeah, Because there are so many things, we are looking at kind of splitting it up into in maybe three buckets, three mm-hmm. different areas of, of activities. Um, you know, one would be about new and future workforce, right? Yeah. It's just looking to say, see how do we better, better educate potential uh, future engineers, but also how do we attract more people to the industry? We, yeah. we, you know, we've got a shortage, so we've got to find a way to expand uh, the talent pipeline from that standpoint. So there'll be a lot of areas looking at how can we expand that that future workforce and even maybe better define what does a future workforce look like with just yeah. all the technological changes from that standpoint. Second bullet we're looking at is, is really retaining and developing the work, work staff that we already have, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just if we have a shortage of talent, we need to do a better job of developing that talent. Yeah. And obviously retaining them in the industry. We are losing some individuals to other industries and we want to make sure that we're doing a better job of, of retaining them and making yeah. sure that we're helping them develop their career from that standpoint. And then the third, third bucket is really legislative, regulatory policy related issues. You know, there's a lot of legislated items that can, can greatly impact, you know, our workforce, both positive and negative. So yeah. we got to look for the areas where we can maybe help push for some legislative changes. Uh, that would help us to expand and develop our workforce. Yeah, one of the two, uh, one of the three buckets is something that, of course, Steve and his crew has been, you know, they've been very active on, which is the uh, legislative side. I mean, especially with immigration. I mean, if you look at the policies that could be done from the federal level, it comes down to really immigration policy and then maybe some incentives for STEM education or or things at the federal level. I mean, Steve made a really good point today. You know, immigration policy is economic policy, right? Right. Um, The two are hand in glove. Um, From the legislative and regulatory side of things, I I would imagine H-1B visas and things of that nature are kind of the immediate focus. Exactly. And, you know, these are areas to where, you know, we're spending money here in the U.S., you know, educating, uh, you know, a lot of individuals that, you know, get master's degrees or or other degrees. And then, unfortunately, because we don't have enough uh, H-1Bs or visas, end up having to leave to go back to their home country. So we've spent money Mm -hmm. and resources here to, you know, educate them, and then we're not being able to get the advantage from that particular standpoint. So, you know, it is a topic that, you know, yes, while there is, you know, a connection to immigration, 
you know, it's areas that I think most everyone looks and says, you know what, if we're educating individuals here in the U.S., uh, we should take advantage. And when we've got an industry yeah. that's shortage of talent, uh, making sure that we can pull them into our industry to benefit, you know, our member firms. Yeah, I think that what Catherine made the stat of uh, the 2019 numbers, 50% yeah. of the students getting a master's degree in engineering were foreign students. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's a uh, massive that's a significant number of people there. And, you know, we want to make sure we can retain as many of those that we can here in the industry. Yeah. So that's 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 number one. Really, the two other buckets, I mean, ACEC has a significant number of programs, especially for people in firms who are the rising stars or people who are being identified right. for, for growth. SEI, we have different programs for education. But then when we talk about the younger cohort, the people who are not even out of maybe secondary school. ACEC for a long time has been focused, of course, on our core mission, which is the business of engineering. And so for so long that meant how are how are you operating your firms? How can you do it better? Now we're talking about reaching into populations that we really haven't done before. Right. Uh, you know, what what how how do you think we should approach that as a council? Um, and what are your thoughts about ACEC going into, you know, elementary schools right. and high schools and, and colleges to try to get the fire burning early? Yeah, absolutely. And it is something where, you know, ACEC does support the, the member firms and it all is all about, you know, what's in the best interest of the, the, the business, the firms yeah. there. And it has over the last several years, you know, workforce has gotten to where that is one of our most, if not the most pressing business need that yeah. we that we have. So when we look to say, where can ACEC help us as a business? It truly is now that if there's things that ACEC can do to, to improve the workforce and, you know, help expand the workforce, uh, then without a doubt, that's having a direct impact on our business. Uh, yeah. You know, my companies like most that if we look and say, well, what could have, you know, the most impact on our ability to continue to grow the way we mm -hmm. want to grow? It's workforce. I mean, yeah. it's just making sure that we've got enough talent in the industry. So I, th I think this does align very well with ACEC's mission of making mm -hmm. sure that they're supporting the engineering businesses because it has become such an important area of our business. You know, we have a the the engineering public works roadshow, which has been going on for some time. That's been focused a lot on projects themselves and trying to explain the essentiality through, hey, look at this amazing project. But there's a lot of opportunity there to kind of bring it into the workforce area. How do you think that could be leveraged to really address some of the uh, objectives of the committee? It's a great point. It's a great program already, uh, without a doubt, that gets a lot of publicity about whatever projects it may be that, the, that they're showing. I, I think the two areas that it can have a bigger impact on the workforce is making sure we're doing a great job of explaining kind of the why about those projects, how they are helping the communities where those projects are at. You know, so many young kids today, you know, they want their career to be in an area to where they feel like that it's got purpose and yeah. it's helping, helping, you know, the communities and, and different organizations from that standpoint. So I do think making sure that we do a good job of connecting what was the purpose and outcome of that project and how it helped the community from that standpoint. Um, and then I think, too, just from a standpoint of, you know, we get a lot of visibility through uh, the roadshow and making sure that we're also utilizing that as an opportunity to maybe explain a little more about what is great about our engineering industry, right? Yeah. And those that are seeing those projects, making sure that they're understanding, um, you know, the excitement that can be in the industry and how it can be a great career for them. Yeah. And it's just telling the story of, uh, of the, right. of the engineers who did the work, right? Exactly. It's, it's in getting that out there. Absolutely. And then of course, you know, it's a little bit of a tease for what's to come. It's, right. a, you know, it was the first time we kind of talk about this, but 
organizing this summit coming up. Yep. Um, you know, an opportunity for groups to come together in the engineering or the built environment space to talk about what they're doing on workforce. Where do you think ACEC is positioned here um, to put on a summit like this with, with some of our, our peer organizations? Absolutely, because there's a lot of organizations that are focused on the engineering yeah. industry and different components of it, where it may be different sectors of the, of the industry uh, or just, you know, different focus areas, such as where ACEC is about the business. Uh, you know, ASCE is more specific to individuals. APWA is looking at public works projects as a whole. Really feel like ACEC is in a great position in terms of because workforce does have such a huge impact uh, on the business itself, but yet it also is obviously very specific to individuals and yeah. things that those other organizations cater to. I do think it provides a great opportunity to say, okay, if we've got multiple agencies working on some of those same topics, we can have a much bigger impact. Yeah. And I think ACEC really is in a position to provide some leadership in that area to make sure that we are all, cl all collaborating together really well. Yeah, it's something that you know, I think I mentioned before is, you know, the lawyers and the doctors do really well is bring everybody together. We need to do the same thing, right? It's it's because yep. the work we do is just as important. Absolutely, it's, it's, without a doubt. Society wouldn't run if it weren't for That's the right. engineers. Um, looking forward to spring, yep. uh, coming in as the first chair of this committee um, and convention. What are you hoping to bring into the spring convention and, and, and possibly get more members engaged? Yeah. You know, it's a topic we know everybody, you know, everybody at a at an engineering business, it's a topic that's at the top of their mind. It's yeah. things they're talking about daily, you know, at their organizations or other, you know, other meetings that they're at. So we understand there's a lot of passion in this area. I think it's an area to where it's very, very consistent and everyone feeling like we've got to do more in terms of expanding the workforce from that yeah. standpoint. So I think taking this momentum a little bit and using it to say, okay, look, let's think a little bit outside the box maybe mm -hmm. uh, and make sure that we're doing some things to attract more people to the workforce and then obviously retaining those that are, are with us now. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes there's topics that you kind of got to got to kind of push to get support. <laughs> yeah, This is one of those topics. I don't think that's going to be a problem. I mean, you know, if we're having a meeting on this topic, you know, we're probably going to have capacity issues. Yeah, and you're going to have overflow. Anything. Yeah, so, uh, so it is an area that we know everybody is so interested in it's something that I think can really, the industry as a whole can maybe rally around and, and really look for some creative solutions. Yeah, I think, you know, the energy in the room today, just the discussion about, you know, how to how to handle this and, and, and no shortage of ideas, no shortage of ideas. And I think that same level of energy is going to be, you know, transferred quickly to, to ACC. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're an industry that thrives on innovative solutions. Yeah. And we need to apply that to this and just say, okay, this, it's an issue we need to address. And let's look at some innovative ways to do that. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward to seeing more come out of the committee. Uh, congratulations Thank on you. getting it set up and uh, look forward to uh, talking to you probably when we get into April and spring and at the, at, at the, the Legislative Summit. Uh, to see what's going on, do a check-in, and, and get a little bit more. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. Fantastic. All right. So, Rodney, thank you again for uh, joining the show. And, again, this has been Engineering Influence, a podcast from the American Council of Engineering Companies. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>